Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Brum's The Word from Anything But Footy, brought to you with Cookery Sports, the official kit provider for Team England. The centrepiece of Birmingham 2022 is the newly redeveloped Alexander Stadium and its newly laid blue track and newly developed stands, seating tens of thousands of fans for the opening and closing ceremonies and the athletics. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And whilst we love all the sports in the Commonwealth Games equally, there's no denying that it will be the track and field action which will dominate the news agenda and pick up some of the biggest television audiences at the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Now, as we know, Team England named 72 athletes to add to the 21 already named para-athletes And in this episode of Brums, the words, we'll hear from six of them. One of the most intriguing battles will come in the sprints where Dina Asher-Smith is set to line up against Darrell Nita. Of course, there will be a Jamaican interest too, but it's the battle between the two Team England athletes which is intriguing us. Dina is a world and European champion and Olympic medalist, but was injured for Tokyo 2020, only competing in the relays. In her absence, it was Darrell who reached the Olympic 100-metre final, and when the two came head-to-head over the same distance at the recent British Championships, it was Darrell who came out on top and then won gold over 200 metres as well. We'll hear from them both. I've worked so hard every single day. (laughs) Um, I'm kind of speechless at the minute. I'm getting emotional. It's going to be amazing. I'm hoping to go there and be successful and just do um, all the England fans and the Team England proud. If athletics needs rivalries to help it thrive, then Dina versus Darrell could be the one. I think that captures the public imagination in the same way that we had Coe versus Ovette or Sanderson versus Whitbread back in the 1980s. But also coming up in our weekly news from the games, we've got news from Team England on their boxing and rugby seven squads. And John's got all the news from north of the border as Team Scotland continue to add names to their lineup too. And stay tuned because we are giving you an anything but footy exclusive, a discount on Cookery's Team England range. This is Brum's The Word with Cookery Sports, a podcast from anything but footy. Now, there's been plenty of talk about how athletics needs to innovate, it needs to change. We've discussed it at length on this podcast. If it is to continue to be one of the leading sports in the country and if it's to stay relevant in that four-year cycle between Olympic Games. And this summer, I think, presents 
a huge opportunity for the sport. We have a world, we have a European Championships, and then stuck there in the middle, Birmingham 2022. But crowds at the recent British Championships, I was there, we've spoken about it in Manchester, they were disappointing. There was no terrestrial TV coverage, you had to watch it on the red button or online. And Great Britain and Northern Ireland's athletes, remember last summer, failed to win a gold medal at the Olympics. However, it's not all doom and gloom, Michael, as this, as you say, could be the summer where you might be asked to declare for Team Dina or Team Daryl. Let's hear from them both. In a moment, Dina Asher-Smith, but first Michael speaking to the emotional Daryl Nita, the double UK sprint champion. I think for me it was just like, I know I can do this and crossing the line in what is a tough competition and a stacked, well, you know, there's really fast girls in this field. I just wanted to bring it home for me, my family, my coach, just my career, everything I've been through. This really resonates. Yeah, what does it mean to win medals, to have something like that, a gold medal to look back on and know you're the best? This is amazing because I am the best today, you know, and I really worked so hard for this moment and it just means everything. I've got quite a few British Championship medals now, but this one, it's just the journey's been different this time and I've worked so hard every single day (laughs) um, for this moment and to come home with the gold and a really amazing time on the clock. I'm kind of speechless at the minute. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) You are getting emotional. Why? Why the emotion? Because this stuff is not easy. And us athletes, we work so hard. We dedicate our lives to this. And I personally have been through quite a lot um, in a personal way. And just to know that it's not what you go through, but it's how you come through these things. I really feel like I want to be able to show that. Because I think even one of the situations I had last year, it was very public. And to show that you can really come over these things um, and still achieve great things and not be distracted and not not listen to all the haters and all the negativity you can accomplish what you put your mind to and that this this is what this medal means for me you're being open you're being honest you're being candid you do hear the stuff then i mean because we yeah, look at you on the track and we think robotic yeah, elite exactly. athletes and I feel like that's where everyone goes wrong we're all human and just because somebody's sitting behind a screen or reading something in the media you, you, you can't take this stuff you know we're all human at the end of the day and a lot of what people see isn't even the truth so I feel like you, you've got to be very strong and um, that's what this means for me it's been an amazing journey actually and reflecting on what some of the things I've been through which have made me really upset some nights this means everything because I've, I've accomplished great things and no one can take that away from me and you've got a great opportunity to be a real hero, a superstar this yeah, summer because yeah. it's, it's a big summer for you guys. It's a huge summer and I really want to, you know, inspire people and let people know that I am just a literally normal girl from South East London um, chasing my goals and I'm achieving them. And yeah, it's, it's amazing really to watch myself do it. It's amazing. <laughs> so... I remember chatting to you in 2017. Obviously, yeah. the London World yeah. Championships was huge. Yeah. Are you going to get a similar vibe with Birmingham? I think so. I think that's what's super exciting, knowing that there is another chance to run in front of a home crowd and we can have more of our family and friends come to watch us and it's a bit more accessible. And that will mean a lot because London 17 was great as it was at home, but I wasn't the athlete I am now. So it would be actually amazing to run in that stadium because it's so fast. <laughs> but um, I'm super excited for Birmingham Commonwealths. And going for individual gold? Yes, definitely. Hell yeah. 
as and, I did today. But I think as a whole, British Sprinting, we're doing really well and we are challenging the world and we are a team, you know, so it's great that we can all push each other and challenge the best in the world. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, silver medal yeah. here at the British <laughs> Championships today. Reflect on that for me. Um, I don't want to come second ever, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not uber happy with with that placing. But at the same time, um, Dara ran a fantastic race today, and and at the end of the day, that's what wins. If you put together the race that deserves the gold, then that's exactly what you get. And I'm genuinely hand on heart. I know people roll their eyes and they hear, when they hear this, but I'm genuinely happy for her. I can be fuming for myself, <laughs> but simultaneously um, happy for her. So that's just how I read this race. And people often say you learn more about yourself when you don't win. Is that fair? No. <laughs> I mean, if you're somebody, I mean, not really. No, I feel like you should be um, humble and conscientious enough, even in victory, that you can reflect and improve. So I don't think that's a reflection on um, losing or not winning. I think that phrase is actually more a poor reflection of people resting on the laurels when they win. And how are you feeling in terms of your shape and, and mind at the minute? Yeah, no, I'm actually in good shape. I mean, I'm in good shape. Um <laughs> That's it, really. I think I've got, obviously, a few things to work on. Timing is everything. But, um, yeah. Last time we spoke, we were in Birmingham, Diamond mm -hmm. League. Mm -hmm. What are your reflections on Birmingham with the Commonwealth Games coming up? I'm so excited for our home Commonwealth Games. I think we're very fortunate to have a home championships this year. Brown in Birmingham, the stadium is stunning. I remember when I first walked into it and I was like, wow, have we just been dropped in Switzerland or Germany or one of those countries with all the fancy tracks? And I was actually genuinely, like, really proud that that, track was in the UK because um, I think that Birmingham has been such a, a keen supporter of the Diamond League over the years and they deserve a facility like that and they deserve um, a stadium that they can come and be proud of. I really hope that when the Commonwealth Games come, they're going to step in, the fans that haven't already been there are going to step into that stadium and say wow. So. And you had a bit of an involvement back in London in 2012, as we know. And then 2017, you raced and yeah. won medals at the World Championships. Yeah. What is a home championship going to be like then for you? It's going to be amazing. I'm hoping to go there and be successful and just do um, all the England fans and the Team England proud. And, and yeah, and just honestly, hand, really have a good time. Because as you said, it is a really busy season. And yeah, just smile and roll through it. Just finally then, how are you going to cope coming back from Eugene yeah. and the success that we're hoping you have there and then have to do it all over again? I feel like it's one of those things where everybody's in the same boat. That is exactly how we take it. Like the whole field would have been at the World Championships. <laughs> that's that's how we're doing it. So everybody's going to be the same level of fatigue and jet lag. And then it's just running under that kind of pressure. I do think we have a small advantage because we will have the home crowd to lift us. And I'm really grateful for that. But um how we deal with it is the fact that everybody's in the same boat so just deal with it I don't have to deal with it perfectly just deal with it better than the girl on the lane next to me Birmingham's <laughs> going to put on a good show they are they are hope the weather holds out <laughs> I'm sure it will that's the most important thing but they really will great chat and cheer thank you nice to see Thanks. you it was interesting to chat to both of them actually I mean Dina was clearly frustrated at mm. coming second and outlining again her very high standards there and Daryl and she's right to do it, trying to play down the Dina versus Daryl narrative. You were pushing. That inevitably, you know, people like you and me want to build up because <laughs> that's what we're saying. If athletics is going to thrive, it needs stories. It needs characters. It needs what I would talk, I would describe as talkability. And Dina versus Daryl, it even sounds good. It even looks good written down on paper, doesn't it? Dina versus Daryl, it gives us that. Yeah. And whilst Daryl quite rightly wanted to focus on her achievements, 
she does get that. She does get that people will build this rivalry up, as we've just heard there. Yeah, and congratulations to Dina on her win over the 200 metres in the Stockholm Diamond League that we mentioned last week, of course. And it was good that Dina came and spoke because a lot of people who finish second when they don't expect to don't necessarily come and talk to Michael afterwards. Well, let's speak to more named athletes now who are going to be at Birmingham 2022. And here's Michael with Nathaniel Mitchell-Blake, who was stripped of his Olympic silver relay medal after CJ Uger's doping offence. Another Stockholm winner, long jumper Lorraine Ugan. But first, the recently announced retired race walker Tom Bosworth after the Commonwealth Games. British champion number eight. I thought you might have lost count by now. No, no, no. They mean far too much to me to, to lose count of this. And, and 11 years after the first one, I'm, I'm very proud and, and, you know, pleased to, to, to be stood on top of the podium again. Difficult winter for you. How are you, first of all, in, in body and then in mind as well? Uh, both very, very good. In a really good place. Uh, training's going well now and, and kind of pushing on to where I kind of want to be again rather than just struggling with, you know, doing some good training, some not. And uh, it's just having that consistency in my event, putting so many miles away. I've missed a lot through the winter, so, so it's good that I feel like I've caught up now. Championships are where it's at. Medals around the neck is what you want. Named by Team England this week. What does that mean to you? Ah, uh, it's, it's you never take it for granted. I never will because you never know when it's going to be your last championships. You never know when you're not going to be good enough to make a team. And 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 off the winter I've had, it's really nice to have that backing and belief. It, it just focuses mind when you're training twice a day, every day. It's lonely stuff. It's it's hard work. You're not doing it for for nothing. So. Uh, th- these are the moments that, that, that really count. And when you think back to what happened at London in 2017, how much do you want to do it in front of home fans in 2022? Yeah, th- this is why this medal today at yeah, the British Championships is so special because I love racing in front of the home crowds and, and engaging with them because not a lot of people know about race walking or they misunderstand it and seeing how fast we walk and, and me, I want to interact with the crowd in my last lap if I'm doing well and so on. That's what it means to me. So... That's, that support in 2017 uh, on the mile was was unbelievable. Probably a bit too much and my nerves got the better of me and ultimately I got disqualified. My only one in about nine years. <laughs> but these things happened. I learned from it and will thoroughly enjoy racing in front of a British uh, English crowd this, this summer for England. My third Commonwealth Games. It's, it's, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, having had the career I have. Uh, it means so much. And just finally, I mean, in terms of you promoting your discipline, which you've always wanted to do, how much of an opportunity is Birmingham in terms of it being in the right time zone? It's going to be on primetime TV. People are going to see you. Yeah, that's it. I've never actually wanted to do it just for me. I mean, of course, it's an individual event. I want to have success. That's what I train for. But the event has been so kind of not lost, but people don't respect it i think for what it is you know we're we're walking times that people run and, and we've got this incredibly difficult technique and that's all i want to put across and show that it can be entertaining there's the jeopardy of maybe getting disqualified or red and yellow cards there's so much more to it than just walking around the track and that's what i've always tried to do but sports about entertainment as well like i want to thank the crowds for coming out i, I want them to remember and say oh i remember tom that guy who walks faster than i can run thanks very much for your time as ever my pleasure Cheers.
Huge smile on your face. Congratulations. British champion. What does that mean? Yes, it was fantastic. I love to come out here and be able to win a British championship. You know, um, I think I, this year has just been about really building my confidence back, getting back on the podium, proving that, you know, I'm an elite athlete and that I can continue to contend with the best in the world. So I'm really happy to have made my automatic selection for the world championships and kind of just build on that going into the summer. How much does the strength and depth with British long jumping push you on to achieve what you've done today? Um, I definitely think having a strong field of athletes helps us helps us all to like want to jump far and know that you know we have to come with our A game and ready to jump. So it's always nice to have like different athletes pushing you towards like trying to get those big jumps out, and that obviously builds on to going into the World Championships and knowing that okay if I can contend with the best in British, I can contend with the best in the world been a good week you've been selected by team england for another commonwealth games what does that mean for you yes i'm so happy to be going to the commonwealth games i love um, home championships and i always enjoy the commonwealth games i think it's secretly one of my favorite championships because i feel like it has a little bit less stress it's a little bit more fun um there's also more like it's not just um athletics but you have other sports um involved and i kind of just i really love competing with team england so i think i'm really looking forward to that what is the vibe around the so-called friendly games, as they call it? I think it's just, it's just like, it's not, it's like, obviously we'll have the world championships. I think that'll be a bit more serious. That's a little bit more, you know, like you're, you're really like, I don't know how to explain it, but like then after from going, coming from world championships to Commonwealth, it's a little bit more lax, a little bit more fun. You've got the home crowd, you've got like Team England. And I don't know, it's just, I feel like it's less stressful and a bit more enjoyable going to the Commonwealth Games for sure. I remember standing on a beach with you in Gold Coast after you won your medal, but it was a medal in the relay. I mean, how much do you want a long jump medal? Um, I definitely want to go out there and win a long jump medal. I think um, going into the Gold Coast last um, last time, I'd just come from a hamstring injury, so my runways were a little bit dodgy, so I had, couldn't quite get my rhythm right on the runway for the long jump, but it was nice to be able to come away with a 4 by one medal. So obviously this year, I'm coming back stronger, injury-free, and I really hope that I can get on the podium for sure on the long jump. And in terms of the World Championships, Commonwealth Games, then potentially Europeans, do you prioritise those? How do you look at trying to peak three times? Um, I'm more than likely, I'll go to the World Championship. Well, I'm going to World Championships for sure now, I can say that. And I'm going to the Commonwealth. I probably will not be doing the Europeans just because I think it's a bit much to do all three of those. So I'll just be focused on the World Championships and the Commonwealth Games. Well, we look forward to seeing you in both. Well done today. Thank you. Well, congratulations. You get into sport to win races and win medals. Yeah. What's it like to have that medal around the neck? Uh, feels really good, man. Uh, as cliche as it may sound, but I've, this is my third British title now and they've all meant something different to me. Uh, recency bias, this one probably means the most because uh, I've been hampered with injuries the past couple of years and this is a reminder that I deserve to be here. I'm still one of the best Britons in the world, I believe. Uh, proven to be the best in the UK and just got to move forward with it. It's been a difficult time for you. How are you feeling in your mind, first of all? I'm in the best place I've been mentally and I feel that's shown on the track. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm confident again and I want to go out there and fight for international medals. And in body? Oh, I'm very, very healthy. I'm excited, man. I'm ready, man. It's an exciting year to be a British athlete with a Worlds, Commonwealth Games and Europeans and um, there's no reason why I can't get a medal at each championship. But let's take it one day at a time, get past this one and we move forward. Can you put limits on what you can achieve this summer? No, don't put no limit, man. You know, you just have to understand, put your best foot forward. We all believe a time that we can run, but I don't want to cap myself, you know. Just go out there, train hard, and the rest will show. Let's talk Commonwealth Games. Come Team on. England announced 72 in the squad. Yep. You're part of the pride. What yep. was that like? 
I do you know what? I was unfortunate enough to get hurt in 2018, back to my injury, played a couple of years and I had to pull out the week before I flew to Australia. So to have a Commonwealth Games on home soil, run 100 metres, uh, uh, it's really exciting, man. It's a championship, I believe, that is one of the best. And for it to be on home soil, running in London 2017, I'll never take it for granted running at home. What does the Commonwealth Games mean to you in terms of, obviously, that packed summer you've got? It's one of the most iconic championships and it's even more special with it being at home. I'm healthy. I'm just excited to run again, man. I found a love again for the sport and I just really want to go out there and compete at every championship possible. And the Alexander Stadium, do you think that's going to be a great host venue? New track there, obviously, oh, new a, stadium. It's so, it was so interesting going back there for the Diamond League. It looks completely different. They've done a fantastic job. Uh, we're in the heights of the summer, so it'll be good weather, good competition. And with the 12th man behind you, which is the crowd, there's no telling what us English athletes can't do. Could the Commonwealth Games be part of the healing process for you after losing the Olympic medal? Each day is a healing process, man. Being healthy and, uh, yeah, we lost the medal, but you've got to have short-term memory in the sport. That's out of my control. What's done is done in that front. We went through a lot together, so not to discredit anything we've done. It's an unfortunate circumstances, but we move forward. Must have been so hard, though, to have it stripped after all that hard work that you say. Yeah, it is, but we don't think about that. We just take right. each day as it comes and we just move forward, you know. Just in life, in any venture you go through, you can't dwell on the past. you just got to keep forward and, you know, think positive. And still speaking to a CJ? That's one of my great friends. I love him, man. So it is what it is on that front. Thanks very much. Thank you. Michael, great to hear those athletes. And we wish uh, Lorraine and Nathaniel... And, of course, Tom, all the best. Just quickly on Tom, he has changed the look of race walking in this country. It was something that we were very good at a long time ago, decades ago. But he's got it back into the consciousness a little bit more. Absolutely. I mean, it's a curious discipline. I've said those exact words to him and he agrees with me. It is quite a curious discipline. But it was all set up, you'll recall, on a really hot sunny day in London in 2017. I really thought he was going to win a world medal there uh, on the Mall in London. And then obviously he, he got kicked out of the event. He got DQ'd for the event. I remember I was sat in a pub close to the finish mm. uh, watching that on television. And it was not the... The nicest of pubs, shall we say. It was a little bit rough around the edges, this pub. And they turned the TV over because someone behind the bar went, that British race walker's going to win a medal here. And I thought, here I am, sat in a pub in the centre of London watching race walking on television. And that is all because of, of Tom Bosworth's achievements. And we wish him well in his retirement after the Commonwealth Games. Absolutely. Now, as we mentioned, 21 para-athletes named by Team England 2, including a Commonwealth Games debut for multiple Paralympic champion Hannah Cockcroft, who welcomes more integrated events. Congratulations. Three times a British champion now. It's all about the medals, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, coming to this event, you know you're not going to go quick. It's 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 northern weather. It's windy. It's not that warm. Um, but I'm used to it. I'm a northern girl. So, yeah, coming here, it's all about the titles. It's all about, you know, saying that I am British champion. And, yeah, to get it for a third year is, is a massive privilege. You know, we've, we've got Mel Woods coming through. She's not been in sport long, but she's absolutely incredible. And, I don't know how many more of these I'm going to get with her chasing my tail. So, yeah, every year is more and more special. <laughs> and when you woke up this morning, why the Leeds City vest today? Because you could have worn a Great Britain one. I mean, why Leeds City? You know what? I've been a member of Leeds City since since I started racing, so 15 years now. And, you know, what? I've never had a vest that fit till this year. So I thought, why not give it a little run out? <laughs> how important was it that your race was on the programme here today? 
massively important. You know, we need to we need to see this more and more in more events. You know, we introduced this in 2020, I think was the first British Championships we got integrated in. And that was fantastic. And I'm so glad and proud that British Athletics have decided to, to keep it in. Um, but we need to see it at more events now. You know, the more we can put our sport out there and show people that parasport's a thing and, and that we, we get the crowds and we get the attention, then, you know, Honestly, not only does it make it easier for the athletes to bring in the sponsors and, and to bring in things like that, but also it makes sure that everyone sees what we're doing. And, you know, I always just think when I was young, I didn't see parasport anywhere. And I hate to think that there could be a five-year-old, 10-year-old, 15-year-old sat at home going, sport's not for me, because it is, it's for everybody. And that's why events like this are so, so important. We had the, the Diamond League in Birmingham back in May, I think it was, and my first ever Diamond League event, and that was amazing. Um, and it really is great to see British Athletics integrating as, in, in as many places as they can. So, yeah, let's hope they keep doing that. And is that why the Commonwealth Games deserves its place on the calendar? It deserves its prominence, its importance, because it is integrating more sports? Absolutely. I think the Commonwealth Games is so unique in the way that it's run. You know, it's the only major championships that is an integrated, able-bodied and Paralympic team. Um, I've never been involved. It'll be my first Commonwealth Games this summer and I'm so excited just to be part of that, part of something totally different and part of somewhere that I probably will have to educate people about my sport, but the more people we can educate, the more people will get involved and the more people hopefully will love what we do and, and want to watch it. So, you know, being part of that team is, is going to be an amazing, amazing experience for me. Like I said, 15 years in the sport, you don't get many firsts at this point in your career. So I'm grabbing it with both hands and, and it is my first Commonwealth Games and I think, yeah, just being part of that, you know, not Team Great Britain this time, Team England, representing my country and, and being part of a, an actual integrated team where the able-bodied and the Paralympic team are completely classed as equals, we're getting the same medals, we're racing on the same track, we're doing everything at the same time. I think that's going to be really, really special. And you've torn that track up once at the Diamond <laughs> League. What's been your verdict on Birmingham? How will it host the Games? I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. You know, tickets are already selling out. Um, I believe there are a few left for my day, the 2nd of August, if anyone wants to come in the evening. Um, but you know what, just the crowd, it really reminded me of London 2012. And I really think that's the feeling that a lot of us old athletes are going to get throughout the, throughout the games. It's a home games, it's a home crowd, and no one does a crowd like Britain. The support, the noise, the atmosphere. We felt it in a small way at the Diamond League. Uh, and it wasn't even fully built yet so just wait till we get in there next month and I know that it's going to be absolutely immense. Looking forward to seeing all of those athletes in action as you say at the Alexander Stadium in Birmingham and Team Scotland will be there of course as well and they've confirmed 33 athletes to challenge England particularly over the middle and long distances on the track. I think it's going to be really interesting Michael those uh, 800 metres, 1500 metres particularly. Olympic medalist Laura Muir and Josh Kerr along with Paralympic medalist Samantha Kinghorn uh, lead the list for Team Scotland. In fact 11 Scottish athletes are competing for Britain at the World Championships this coming week shows their real strength. Muir will go in the 8 and 1500 metres in Birmingham alongside Gemma Riki. Kerr is joining the men's 1500 metres with Neil Gourlay and Jake Whiteman who's also in the 800 metres with Guy Learmonth. It is going to be a real cracker of an evening when you get to see the 8 and 1500 metres I think at the Alexander Stadium. The Athletic starts in Birmingham on Tuesday August 2nd. This is Brums the Word with Cookery Sports still to come. Boxing, hockey, Beach volleyball and rugby sevens 
as we round up more news from the games. And just for listening, you can get your hands on some summer savings and look the part too. Go to the full range of official Team England merchandise at cookerysports.com and save 10%. All you have to do is use the code ABF2022 when you're checking out. Just use the code ABF2022 and it's an exclusive offer just for listening to anything but footy. On to other news from the games now. Eight men and six women have been selected for Team England in a range of different boxing weight categories. The 14, all part of Great Britain's world-class programme based in Sheffield, features 2022 men's European medalists Lewis Richardson, Harris Akbar, Kira MacDonald, Lewis Williams and Alicia Sori. Niall Farrell, who we heard in an earlier edition of Brums the Word, also selected. European under-22 medalist Gemma Richardson and Savannah Stubbley, also named in the squad. The action starts at the NEC on Friday the 29th of July and ends on the penultimate day of the Games, which is Sunday, August the 7th. And we'll hear from Gemma and Lewis Richardson, but they are not related, in a future episode of the podcast. Now, I'm like the Scottish correspondent today because I did Team Scotland with the Athletics. And now I'm doing the hockey because Great Britain's Alan Forsyth has been selected for his fourth Commonwealth Games and will captain the Scots at the University of Birmingham in Pool A against Australia, New Zealand, South Africa and Pakistan. Brothers Cammy and Jamie Golden, I hope that's not an omen, uh, make, their, sorry, uh, make their game debuts in 18-strong squad. And Murray Collins is also selected, like his sister Robin, in the women's squad. And you've been selected in the BBC Radio Scotland squad for the <laughs> Commonwealth Games. And we, we look forward to hearing you um, on there during the event. Now, as we told you last week, England's beach volleyballers in good form. And they'll have to be as they open the whole tournament in Smithfield in Birmingham City Centre on Saturday, July the 30th. The draw has been made. And the Bellow brothers face Tuvalu in the opening match. And Jess Grimson and Daisy Mumby take on the Solomon Islands the next day in their first match. England's women's hockey team are through to the knockout stages of the World Cup in Holland after a 2-0 win over China. Grace Balson and Giselle Ansley scoring in the must-win match to progress from Pool B. In the end, they actually finished second in the group. Laura Unsworth is now set to make her 300th international match. Wow. 26 Rugby Sevens players have been confirmed by Team England. Ahead of the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, three of the bronze medal winning team from 2018, Abby Brown, Meg Jones and Amy Wilson-Hardy, all return, as well as four 2020 Tokyo Olympians. Brown and Jones will co-captain the squad. England's men also won bronze on the Gold Coast. Olympian and captain Alex Davis leads the team with Tom Bowen, who earned his 50th sevens cap in the World Seven Series event in Malaga in January in the team as well. And the sevens starts on Friday, July the 29th. I like how we're now putting dates on things. <laughs> dates for the diary. We're now filling in the planner, aren't we? We are, absolutely, because it's so close. And what's interesting, Michael, is if you've been listening to Brums of the Word over the last few weeks, you'll know how many Team England announcements have been done. But there's still more to come. We've got basketball. We've got cricket. So you've got to stay with us. Yes, the days are not very far away from the start of Birmingham 2022. But stay with us for the very latest. This is Brums the Word from Anything But Footy, brought to you with Cookery Sports, the official kit provider for Team England. For all your bespoke sportswear needs, visit Cookery sports.com. There you go. Got through a whole podcast without mentioning Keely Hodgkinson. Ah! 
<laughs> uh, right at the end. Now, on a serious note, we've got Keely, we've got Dina, we've got Daryl. We've spoken about all of those at length on Brum's The Word. You talked about Laura Muir, Josh Kerr, and some of the Team Scotland athletes as well, all in form, all driving each other on. This could be a much better summer for track and field athletes than 2021, where serious questions were asked, of course, about Great Britain and Northern Ireland after a very poor Olympic Games. I've got to say... I'm excited for it. (laughs) Stay with us as we build up to Birmingham 2022 and the Commonwealth Games every week until the opening ceremony. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.